the Lord is still unfolding to us by his word the realities of the prophet Israel in relation to Samuel. We gathered a few days ago how the word of God was cast in Israel and the visions of divine revelations was also very you know, scarce. And Eli's uh, family did not even help matters. And God raised a man called Samuel. And the word of God began to grow mightily through him. In the course of his like the tenor, God, the Bible says something that the hand of God was perpetually against the Philistines because of Samuel. To the point that the Philistines could not even declare any war against the prophet Israel. He sustained such a very powerful stature in the spirit in his relation to God that the Philistines could not even put themselves together to ever, ever think of fighting the prophet Israel. It takes a man who is broken in the spirit. It takes a man who loves the word of God. It takes a man of faith. It takes a man of high ranking in the spirit to maintain that type of atmosphere. There are people who are like that. And God was with the prophet Israel all those years that Samuel was a prophet. Because he could trap the word of God and give it to his people. This is substantiated by the word of God that says, There shall be no hurt. There shall be no destruction in all my holy mountains. The holy mountain of God is in God's presence, where God's people gather, like the church. There shall be no hurt. There shall be no destruction in all my holy mountains. Because the knowledge of the Lord shall cover the earth as what? As the water covers the sea. So if you want to understand how the word of God can assert its authority and lordship, go and look at the sea. How massive it is. Anything that dares the water should enter. And see whether he can conquer the water or the water will conquer the thing. So that's why that analogy is used to describe the type of dominion that God's word you know, exerts in the realm of the spirit over the life of the people who believe it and trap it and f allow their souls to feed on it. And so the word of God was cast and they were still operating, thinking that with the ark, God could give them victory. And we heard yesterday how the first batch went, 4,000, were wiped away. And they went and carried the ark and said, no, 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 no. And 30 was wiped away. That's 34,000 men fell. Because of the absence of the word of God. The souls of men were bereaved of the word of God. You wouldn't know you are strong until the day of battle. That's the day we will know whether this our faith is strong. And that the battle has all come does not mean it will not come. Every man on earth will face the day of battle. Everybody, the devil will consider every man. When he considered Jesus, 
What was popping off out of him? The word of God. It is written. It is written. It is written. So his soul had been saturated deeply with the word of God. Now you can see that when the, your heart is bereaved of the word of God, when your heart is empty of the word of God, you will have faithlessness ruling you. And then your confidence will not be in God again. Your confidence will be in the things around you. And that's the terrain the devil oppresses very much. Today, they say the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel Arama and said to him, Behold, you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Issue of children. <laughs> you see, Eli had issues. Samuel having issues. Parents, watch out. When you are serving God well, the devil will go after your children. You say, you have escaped, but your children will not uh, escape. God, I'm writing down. I've said it today. So it's a battle of, you say, okay, let me quit and let my children go. Or I go and my children goes. Who is sit home and determine for you what will happen in your territory? That's why you should be able to generate enough fire that will cover your children. And you must train them in the path of your own faith. If you can't evangelize your children, that is catastrophic. If your children do not, are not able to walk in the path of your faith, it's a failure on your part. So they were accusing Samuel. Samuel has not finished his job now. Allow him to finish his job. They say what? And they say to him, Behold, yeah, appoint for us a king to govern us how? Like all the other nations. They brought themselves low. Other nations, who is their God? Is it the God of Israel? No. The God of this world runs other nations. They are called the Gentile wars. And how did the king rule them? By lording it over them. Lording is not a problem. But lording them unto death. Our own is lording unto life. The word of God, when it comes to your life, it lords you unto life. It compares you to their life. But when the Gentile wars exert their own lordship, it is lordship unto death. And now they are saying, hey, he was king like other nations. By so doing, they have dethroned God in their minds already. We don't need God's direction any longer. God said, I'm your king. And my errand boy called Samuel is the one giving information. Oh, you don't want me to be a king again? All right, no problem. So you see where the problem started. And that's why God allowed them to be slaughtered so much. We must gain this understanding. God never planned that the Jews or the Israelites should have a king. He is their king. Right? He only raises prophets who are his what? Mouthpiece. And that's why they say, oh, oh, oh leave the king forever. Long live the king forever. Because so he's only God who lives forever. Now, as I've made men king, when I'm saying the same thing to them. Amen. Amen. And then Samuel began to explain to them the implication of what they are doing. And he went to pray about it. And God said, Samuel, did I tell you? They didn't reject you. They rejected me as king. So do what they say. It's their choice. Is a choice. When we refuse to allow the word of God dwell in our hearts, 
we are open to accepting other forms of rulership. You are meant to be mounted by a spirit. Every human being created is created to carry a spirit. If you don't carry the spirit of God, which is in the word of God, other spirits will mount you. You have no option. You have no option. Whether covertly or overtly, whether you are aware of it or not, there is no middle ground. There is no, uh, I don't belong to God, I don't belong to Satan. No way. You must carry something in your life. And that's why if you don't struggle and walk by faith, to be mounted by the Spirit of God, definitely will become what? Empty courage that the forces of darkness will mount. It's very important that we understand this. But the people refused to listen to the voice of Samuel, and they said, no, but we will have a king over us, that we may also may be like other nations, and that our king may govern us, and go out before us, and fight our battles. You see, they are now very angry with God, that they were slaughtered. So let us face the king who can take us to battle, and give us the victory. God cannot give us victory again. And when Samuel had heard all these words of the people, he repeated them to the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, listen to their voice and make them a king. In the gospel, finally, Jesus came again in those days. And, he, and they gathered. And the Bible says, and he was preaching the word to them. The word again. The word again. On account of that, faith was coming in their heart. And when they heard the word, they know there's a God in heaven. They ran and went and brought their sick people. Faith has come alive. And even though there was an obstruction, they tear the roof and drop the man who was sick. And the Bible said, when Jesus saw their faith, not the sick person, he didn't say, oh, why now? Mm-mm. He saw their faith. He said, child, your sins are forgiven you. Liberation came. Show God your faith. Show God that you know him. Show God you know him. Show God you understand him. But how will you know him? How will you understand him? Without knowing his word. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. It is very important. And you shut out the information from outside. And allow the word of God to dominate your heart. It is, that's the way God has made it. You see, that's the way it has been formed. You know, I was sharing with some youths few, a few days ago, and everything they asked me, I took them back to the world. Everything they asked me, I took them back. They said, Father, uh-uh, everything is Bible, Bible, Bible. I said, yes, that's how God has made it. He just said it now. He said, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, Food and the word of God is the only driving force on earth. I didn't make it. It is the law. It is the principles. But he said, let it be done to me according to your word. All the prophets will say, thus says the Lord. All of them. We can't change the pattern. If we don't like it, then we don't like the law. We must understand that's the way it works. That's the standard. He is the living word. Now he has come alive. Now he has taken flesh. And he has dwelt among us. So we must necessarily develop a passion for the word. So that faith can crystallize in our heart. 
you must have a dangerous passion for the world. If you don't have a dangerous passion for the world, the devil will trap you down. He will mess up big time. Some, he will mess them up at the beginning of their life, within the first 30, 40 years. Some, within 30 and 50, 60 years. Some, if you wait for them at their evening moment, from 60 to 70, 80, he will visit to that time and mess you up big time. And we see this is everyday happening. These people dying and they are being tormented. We think it's normal. It's not normal. It's well orchestrated. It operates from the name of the spirit. You see a young man, vibrant all of a sudden from nowhere, he becomes useless. Messed up big time. You know, we see people around like that. Some at the middle ages, at the peak of their career, everything is working well. From nowhere, something happens, they come down crashing. Become paupers, begging for food. Some is sickness, terrible sickness, incurable. Some is confusion. Marriage is broken up, their children are torn apart. Everything goes down. Some at their old age, they suffer so terribly. The sickness is not going. The person is not dying. Five years, eight years, ten years, fifteen years. All the money their children will make will be spent treating this person and at the end, the person still goes. And you tell me it's normal? The, the devil is an intelligent being. He knows how to oppress men. But before he does that, he must make sure that the pillar of life in you must be destroyed. And that's what the word of God. So that's why once you begin to walk with the Holy Spirit, the first appetite he gives you is the word of God. Aggressive voracious appetite for the world. And the Bible says, even in their old age, they shall be full of sap, still green, because their faith in the world is so strong. May we get understanding. May we understand what God is unfolding to us. There are things we cannot joke with. That a lie has been long in office can never make it to be a truth. We must understand that. And we must follow the path of Christ. We pray at this month that our appetite for the word of God will be increased again. Ask God for it. God, please increase my appetite. Emphasis has been laid so much about this word, but I don't know how to go about it. God, help me. When God sees your sincerity, he drops a, 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 an anointing in your heart that opens up your heart, that will make your hands to glue to the scriptures. As you open it, the Holy Spirit will teach you. I've met some people who don't know how to read and write, but the Holy Spirit, their passion for the word of God made them, the Holy Spirit will come and be speaking the Bible in their ears. And it's been preaching sometimes. And they're quitting scriptures. You ask them, have you seen it? They say, the Holy Spirit taught me. If the Holy Spirit can teach illiterates, who cannot read and write the word. How much more are you that is illiterate, that have gone to school, that can read and write? So these are things that when we look into them deeply, we know that we still need to, as much as possible, open ourselves up to what God is doing. So that before we jambas our time, we can have a rich, buoyant, Christian life that could speak for us in eternity. May God bless you once more. Hands to the Lord.